Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing all the things you need to think about when you are starting your platform with a special platform starter kit. Welcome to Pageantland, the UK's premier podcast for all things pageantry, with your host, Jessica Barkley. Here you'll find guest experts, past, present, and future queens plus my own personal insights into what it's like to follow your pageantry dreams. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give us a share on social and pop me a review on iTunes. Now strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. I am absolutely loving about how more people are coming out and being really, really open with their platforms. Um, Let's be honest, if you've got a platform, you should be singing it from the rooftops. Like you want everyone to know about it. Um, I find it really weird when you don't find out about a contestant's platform until like the day of the final. It's like, well, why have you not been shouting about this before now? Like we need to know. As we've like discussed in previous episodes, when we did a bit of research and spoke to a load of judges, even when social media is not included, most of them, pretty much all of them said that they do have a look at the finalist social media. So your social media should be loud and proud about your platform. And it's like, if it's your platform, why are you, why do you not want to be loud and proud about it? Um, but also it's, it's not as common here in the UK. There are less systems that have platform requirements to their detriment. I think personally, that's not a pageant land standpoint. That's my personal opinion. Um, I think that we would find as an industry, more people would want to be a part of pageantry if we encourage the things that really reflected inner beauty more, like having a platform, like the charity work, like the community work, um, and really valuing valued appearances as opposed to the ones that don't actually add value that are more uh, like same as guest vanity metrics on social media. You want things that are engaging and purposeful and are going to actually make a difference, um, whether it's your, your platform or an appearance or your community work or anything like that. So with more people starting platforms, there still seems to be some like confu- lots of confusion about what they are. So do check back. We've done previous ep- ep- episodes on platforms before um and anyone that knows me will know my platform is care what you consume um it used to be goal getters um and during the beginning of the first lockdown um I found myself so much more drawn to what is now my new platform it was a hashtag I was using all the time anyway um and I I switched my platforms over so if you listen to this and go oh actually I I don't see how I can do half the things I would like to do with my platform if I keep it as this. Don't be afraid to change your platform. Don't be afraid to go back to the drawing board. Like no one will think badly of you because your passion has taken you another direction. And this can also be something that happens when you age up. Um, You maybe had the systems charity that you were like, well, that's just going to be my platform. I'm a junior or a teen. Um, But now you've got into Miss Maybe you're like, actually, I want something that's a bit more of my own um, and I want something that is a bit more not just charity driven. So uh, for me, my charity work and my platform are two very different things. You can have a platform that is non-charity based. You can have a platform that is charity based. Like um, there's no like finite rule either way. Um, But 
for it to be a platform, in my personal opinion, you can't just be, oh, my platform is is raising money for um, the World Wildlife Fund. That's that's not a platform. That's just raising money for that charity. What it could be is then you focus in on, so my platform is raising awareness about the destruction of rainforests and through my platform, I support the World Wildlife Fund. Um, like you need to get, have a, a focus that's unique to you, but I'm going to get into that in a minute. Um, so what what is a platform? Um, the platform is the thing that is the most important to you as part of your pageantry journey. If we're going to get as simplistic as possible, it's going to be the legacy you leave behind um sparkles and rhinestones will talk about you all have a queen's project linked uh, linked with your platform um uh oh, i can't remember the lady of the lady in america that refers to it as your legacy project and that's the term i really like um as well so queen's project legacy project will normally be something linked to your platform but your platform needs to be something specific to you like i said just saying my platform is um, is raising money for cancer research. That's your fundraising. That's not your platform. Your platform needs to be more specific than just raising money for the charity. Like it could focus in on why are you raising money for the charity? Your your platform is is raising awareness for funds needed um, for X, Y, and Z part of cancer research, for example. Um, so get very, very specific. Do a lot, a lot of brainstorming. And and we'll go a bit more into that in a minute. Um, why do you need a platform? So depending on your system, you don't necessarily need to have a platform. You don't need that. that the word there is, is, is need. And that depends on your goal. So for me, I do need a platform because of my goal and what I want to achieve from what I'm doing in pageantry. However, many of the systems, particularly in the UK, you don't need a platform to be able to win the crown. Should you want a platform is another question. Like, what are you going, why are you trying to win that crown? What do you actually want to do with that crown? Do you want to sit it pretty on your shelf and do nothing with it? Then no, you probably don't need a platform. Do you want to be remembered for making an impact in pageantry and doing something with your crown? Then having a platform could become part of that. Um, do you want to be forgotten once you've handed over your crown for, for not really doing anything with it? Then probably don't need a platform. But your platform is something that... It shouldn't just be something that is about pageantry. It should be something that you're genuinely passionate about. Um, and for me, this is something we go into um, with pageant and coaching. We have the purpose from pageantry um, where we do we do touch a little bit on, on charity work and community work. But the main focus is platform and strong platform development. So you've got like a proper platform that you're proud of. You've got a proper platform that's got structure so much that it looks like it's got a business plan attached to it. Um, and that's why I teach platform um, is because I've got experience um, in growth and development of businesses. Um, I've bought and sold businesses um, over the years in a number of different sectors, a number of different industries. And I apply those skills. Um, and I also make sure that I'm topping up my skill set around business constantly even when I'm not looking to grow a business um I just find that industry very very fascinating business growth and development and um, so I put a lot of work into making sure that my uh, my research and knowledge is up to date um, and that's why I love teaching platform because that means I can transfer those skills into an area that benefits the world because um I'm yet to see a pageant girl do a platform that is detrimental to the world <laughs> it's always something good um so for me 
like I said, it's goal, it's very specifically goal related. So what is it you're trying to get out of competing? And that can help you decide whether or not you want to put the effort into having a platform. Um, so deciding on your platform, if you have no ideas as of yet, start brainstorming. And by brainstorming, I mean literally putting pen to paper, maybe do a Zoom call with a couple of friends or, or sit down with your mum or, or your housemates or your partner. And just like, what are the things that you are passionate about? What are the things that you talk about a lot? What are the things that you love reading about on social media? What are the things that you've got a personal connection to? Um, all those kind of bits and pieces, like what, what really matters to you? What do you feel like your passions are in life? Do you feel within those passions that you've got a little purpose going on? Um, little, that undermines it. Do you, have you got a big purpose going on that you're going to make a big impact? And remember that even when you throw the tiniest pebble into a lake, it will have a massive ripple effect. Yes, giant boulders are great. They're going to have loads of big waves, blah, 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 blah. But even the tiniest pebble will have a ripple effect. Um, and so you might want to say, my purpose is the tiny pebble, but it's going to have many, many ripples. And those ripples are going to keep going for a long time. Or it may be that, no, nope, I've got a boulder sized passion and purpose, and that is going to be my platform. Next thing I would recommend doing is researching other people's platforms. Now, there is plenty of space within the UK industry for people to have similar platforms, but you do want to try and make sure that yours is unique. One, you don't want to be rubbing up another pageant girl the wrong way because you've pretty much launched the identical platform to her because um, <laughs> that doesn't come across great. Um, two, other people are going to be like, haven't I seen this already? And you want your platform to be distinguishable from other people's. Like there are quite a few um, people with eco-based platforms. Mine is an eco-based platform. I mean, we've got an amazing eco-based pageant in the UK. So of course, we're going to have lots of eco-based platforms. Um, but it's having the thing that makes yours stand out. And that could stand out because of how you brand it. It could stand out from the name. It could stand out because it's got a specific target within it being uh, on a certain topic. Um, it could be the way that you're doing your Queen's project or your legacy project. Um like think about what is it that's going to make your stand out and to be able to make it stand out you need to know what's out there already um we've recently launched um and it should oh it might be up by the time this episode goes out or it's it's definitely uh, it's substantially built at the time of recording but we've got a new page going up on the website of platform data of the platform database um and initially it's just going to be a list of everyone's platforms so you can submit um if you check out the website www.pageantland.online forward slash get involved and in there it says platform database and you can click on the link and submit your details and you tell us what your platform is why you started it a contact link your name and, and a photo that links to your platform be it your logo or it could just be your headshot if you don't have a logo yet um but we're going to um, open that up to any any UK pageant ladies can submit to be included on that um, and give us the information. So that is one place that you can start going to and going through and go, oh, OK, so this platform sounds identical to mine. How could I make it different? Or the other thing to think about when you're researching is maybe you could collaborate and do a platform together. And um, I don't see anything wrong with this. Competing in pageantry is a lot of work, like a lot of time, a lot of effort. Running a platform is a lot of time and a lot of effort. Why not half the workload and make double the impact? 
team up with someone else and make sure you set strong ground rules from the beginning of who's doing what um, and that you're taking equal praise. So it should be equal work for equal praise on the project, but also decide that if one of you wants to step away from it, how you're going to work that as well. Um, So make sure you're putting those ground rules in place from the beginning. But there is no reason why you can't work on the same platform. Um, Or like I did with Care What You Consume. So my life is very busy. I have lots of things going on, but I'm very passionate about my platform. So I have a regular Instagram that is the main focus of my platform that goes all year round. And and then I decided that I wanted to have a month focus. So I have a care what you consume month. Um, And Miss Eco UK and Miss Earth UK 2020 both joined me to host that care what you consume month. So I run the platform throughout the year and they joined me for, um, for that month. I'm very hopeful that either themselves or whoever takes the crowns um, from them, whoever their predecessors are, would maybe like to do that with me as well. Um, But think about those kind of collaborations. Um, There's a lot of like campaign requests and things going around at the moment to people's platforms. Um, And unfortunately, not everyone is going to have the time or inclination to get involved with those kind of campaigns. So instead of needing 25 people to all get involved in your promo video, um, uh, then look at maybe collaborating with 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 a couple one or two people that maybe have similar platforms maybe do the whole platform together or say right we're going to have our three separate platforms but we're going to come together and run an awareness week um and we're going to run the awareness week together collaboration is key collaboration and community over competition any day of the week um so if there are like-minded people that connect with you um then co- and then do work with them, work with them, make make the most of the situation and make a bigger impact together. Um, that can also be quite fun if you're doing it across different systems as well, because it's spreading the awareness even further. Um, it's get taking it out of your pageant systems bubble, it's moving into other pageant systems and moving it beyond that. And it helps to reach a wider audience. So I cannot recommend that one highly enough. Um, even if you're not going to look at collaborating, it's worth reaching out to some of these other platforms. Maybe you find a platform and it doesn't look like the person's doing anything with it anymore. Reach out to them. Ask them like how it went. Did they find that there were any problems with it? Were there any struggles with it? Um, we did a podcast episode uh, last season. I think it came out in like January um, with uh, Amber and Freya where they talked about um, the things that they'd experienced because they both have awareness platforms. Um they're linked to charities, so charity donations are great, but for them it's more about raising awareness on the topics and they shared some of the sort of highs and lows of the things that they'd done. Um, so go and check out that episode, but reach out to particularly people with similar platforms and say like, what what did you find out about this um, that maybe might help me be a bit better? Was there maybe a unique angle that you thought would be really useful. Like people want to help. On the whole, people want to help and want to be supportive. Um, so put them a message um, and see how you can learn from them and or collaborate with them. And um, the next thing I think is really important to consider um, because I see this happening way too much <laughs> um, and it's, it makes me a little sad really, um, is to think beyond pageants. There are a lot of people starting platforms that just focus within pageantry. Um, One of the really common ones is pageant stereotypes. So they're trying to break pageant stereotypes as their platform, but they're only speaking to other pageant girls. This is what is referred to as preaching to the choir. 
the choir don't need to hear. Like, pageant girls don't need to hear about breaking pageant stereotypes. The rest of the world needs to hear about breaking pageant stereotypes. Um, so this is a very finite, very, like, finite example of it, like, needing to go beyond pageants, because that platform will never serve its purpose if all you're doing is speaking to other pageant girls with it. However, this does roll out into other things as well. Like, my platform is not just for pageant girls. I want loads of people to hear about this. I don't want to just keep it within the pageant bubble. Um, and I will be speaking at pageant con. Ooh, now I can't remember when this episode's going out. This episode may or may not have gone out before. Um, I think pageant con is after this episode. So um, I will be speaking at pageant con about taking like your platform and taking the things you do in pageantry beyond the pageant bubble um, and promoting beyond the pageant bubble. Um, and I'm sure I'll do an episode on the podcast about it in future, but um, do come and join the um, pageant con if it hasn't, if it hasn't already happened by the time you listen to this um, and I will be doing, um, I'm speaking on Saturday and Sunday, so I'm not sure which way around we're doing them. Um, I'm on a panel one day and speaking on the other. Um, but you need to think beyond going on like on pageant based podcasts and in pageant based blogs with your platform, because that's what's called preach. You're preaching to the choir about things or you're talking to a saturated market. So in pageantry, we get bombarded with requests for charity donations, requests to get involved in campaigns, requests to like like my platform page like we are used to it and quite often we are overwhelmed particularly if you've been in pageantry a while you are overwhelmed with requests for those kinds of things and um, whereas you go beyond pageantry you'll find people that aren't hit up to support your platform all the time because they don't know what a platform is um, and you can explain this is the thing I'm really really passionate about this is the thing that I'm trying to raise awareness for I'd really love if you could share my post and some suddenly it's something new and different and interesting and they actually want to do it whereas if you are only messaging pageant girls about it if you are only posting in pageant related groups um you are limiting your reach massively and you are trying to sell to a I know it's not you're not necessarily selling a product but you're trying to sell yourself and your platform to a saturated market that hears about Tom Dick and Harry's super amazing platforms every day of the week um, and some of the simplest ways I mean this be a whole episode in itself and like I said I'll be talking about it at pageant con um the simplest way to look at this is where are the crossovers? So um, if you have, um, oh, sorry, I'm just going to use myself as an example because it's easier. Um, so for example, my platform um, is Care What You Consume. It's an eco-based platform. Um, I could then go on to other blogs that have crossover with my platform. So they might not be pageantry based, but they might be eco-based. Um, they might be, it might be a mum-based uh, podcast um, that talks about how you can be a bit more eco as a parent and that might be the episode so then podcasts might be about parenting and I go to them and say oh could we do would you be interested in having me on my platform is care what you consume and um, I'd love to come on and talk about how parents can be a little bit more eco and how you can like slip really super easy things in there because no parenting is really tiring and I love focusing on like the little simple changes that can make yourself a bit more eco and there's the crossover um, so find the crossover topics that work well. Um, I do the same with business and things like that. And that's why I get on like a big variety of particularly podcasts. I like going on podcasts. Um, I don't have to write anything for one. I just have to speak. Um, and, and it's really, really fun. <laughs> Let's just be honest. It's really fun going on a podcast. Um, 
So that is normally the thing that I will reach out to most, but it's looking for the crossover. So you are reaching a new audience. Always be thinking, how can I reach a new audience? Think beyond pageants. And like I said, if your platform is pageant focused, then you really need to be reaching beyond pageants. Um, but also find a unique twist because breaking pageant stereotypes, I'm really sorry to say, if that's your platform, it has been done a lot. Um, and if you want to actually make a big impact with something like that, you're going to be looking at needing to invest in some serious PR because breaking pageant stereotypes needs to go way beyond the pageant bubble. Um, and I do see, and I feel bad because these girls, they work really, really hard. And they'll set up this like lovely little Instagram about breaking pageant stereotypes, but all that, all the followers are just other pageant girls who already believe that in different stereotypes they don't believe in the standard pageant stereotype anyway um so it doesn't actually end up serving its purpose so think beyond pageants and um, my like side thing to that is what's the point and that sounds really harsh but what is the point of your platform like actually seriously look at it and be like i'm raising awareness about bob's trees it's a completely random example but i'm raising awareness about bob's trees why why are you raising awareness about Bob's Trees? Does Bob's Trees have a surplus of charity funds that they need to actually start using? Because some charities do. Some charities have more funds than they have people to support or um, they don't know how to accurately spend their funds. So um, my partner, for example, um, he works in property. So he was connected with a homeless charity that had the funds but didn't know how to get into the right circles to make the right purchases, to purchase the right buildings and stuff and things like that. Um, so what they needed was someone that understood property. So maybe someone could have done a platform for them about helping connect them with the right uh, professionals in the industry to move them forward. Um, that's obviously a very specific example. Um, but think about what is it you're actually trying to wear awareness for? Um, like Amber's platform, she needs more people to sign up to become um, to become blow mar bone marriage owners and blood donors and things. Um, that's that is the point. That's her point. I just need people to more people to sign up. It's really simple. And um, there's loads and loads of clever ways that she does it to get more people to sign up. But that is the point of her platform. She just needs more people to sign up to the register. Um, so really, really think, what is the specific like purpose that you want to get out of it? For mine, I want people to stop thinking that there is a perfect eco person, like that you have to be do eco perfectly to do anything. I want people to take little steps. So that my purpose is for people to understand that being eco isn't about being perfect. Um, so really, really ask yourself, what is the point of this? Like, what does it actually serve? What is the greater good of it, et cetera, et cetera? Beat some tough love. Like find some people that really disagree with your platform and get them to ask you lots and lots of questions and you come up with lots and lots of good answers. Then you know you've got a good platform and a good solid basis for your platform. And also in those kind of conversations, you will find that there's some really good posts for your social media. It will come up with loads of really good ideas for what to post on social media. Um, and last but not least with this bit, and um, which we did touch on, is what what is special about it? Um, what is special about what you do? Why is it different from everyone else's platform that's done something similar? And if you haven't done your research, you're not going to be able to find the thing that's special about how you do it. Um, so make sure you're doing your research so that you can make sure that yours is special and that yours is standing out. So two more tips. <laughs> that was all on deciding your platform. Um, so branding your platform. Have a clear, catchy name. 
So even if your platform is supporting a specific charity, I would have a unique name that is specific to you. Some people go in with just a specific hashtag and the hashtag will be their name. And that's where my name came from. Originally, it was just a hashtag I used, hashtag care what you consume and care what you consume became the name. But have that clear name that is then the thing that people associate with you. Because if 10 people are saying they are their platform is um, cancer research, for example, it doesn't stand out. Um, whereas if your platform is let's kick cancer's butt and you support cancer research through it, that's fine. Every You become the lady that, that whose platform is kick cancer's butt. Much better. Have a specific clear title and something catchy that people actually know what you're talking about. Like you hear care what you consume, people think eco. You hear kick cancer's butt, you know, it's like anti-cancer. Um, if, <laughs> if it takes you 20 minutes to explain your platform's name, it is not a good name. If it takes you 20 minutes to explain your platform's concept, it is not a good concept. You need to be narrowing it down. The phrase is niche it down, clear, catchy name, um, have a clear, catchy tagline. If your name is maybe not, doesn't fill it out quite so much, um, then have a clear, catchy tagline. But you need to easily be able to explain what your thing is. If you can't, go back to the drawing board. You've made it too broad spectrum. You're trying to be too many things to too many people. You're trying to deal with too many issues in, in one go. Um, step away from the platform and formulate a new plan. It needs to be clear. It needs to be concise. It needs to do what it says on the tin, kick cancer's butt, for example. Um, I haven't seen anyone with a platform called that. So if anyone wants to turn their platform into kick cancer's butt, I think that would be awesome. <laughs> um does it make sense as well? Because you can have a really catchy name, a really catchy tagline. And everyone's like, yeah, you know, know what that means. So run it past people. I see so many people launch things and I'm like, I don't think you've run this past anyone but a yes person. So a yes person will say yes, no matter what you say to them. Yeah. Should I shave my head off? Yes. Should I go climb that really tall tree? Yes. Should I jump out of the tree? Yes. They'll say yes no matter what you say. They'll be like, yes, and they'll nod along and they'll nod and smile. Um, go find a no person and ask the no person their opinion because then you actually get some valid feedback um, so that you actually know whether it's going to work or not because you need someone that has never heard of your platform to look at your platform name and tagline and get what it is. And unfortunately, there are a lot of platforms out there where... I try to find out what they are. I try to read more about them and I still have no idea what they are. I'm like, no, this is, this is not, this is not clear and catchy. Um, then the other one I want to think about is what onlines, um, do you want to promote on? Do you need a website? Having a website is a lot of work. Um, it's also a lot of expense unless you can have loads of loads of branding and advertising from the, the website host all over it. So many people will find they don't actually need a, they don't need a, blah, 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 a website. Um, you could have a blog and have it run through a Facebook page or a Facebook group. Even if you've got a blog, you don't need a website. Um, so be more creative and limit where you are. So for example, with care what you consume, Insta is my main focus. I have a Facebook page, um, but it is like a, what I would refer to as a shop front. Um, so the posts that go on Instagram automatically go onto the Facebook page um, and the Facebook group. Uh, but I feed Instagram and Instagram feeds Facebook. Um, I don't specifically go and maintain the other things. Um, and I have the Facebooks there. One, 
a lot of pageantry seems to happen on Facebook, wrongly or rightly, it just does. Um, so I have the shop fronts there to direct people on Facebook to, but also for Care What You Consume Month um, and for hosting the lives, we hosted them on Facebook because it's much easier to manage with the comments and things. And also at the time, Instagram only allowed two people in an interview on an Instagram live. There's now more options, um, but I do prefer watching when it's lives and you want people to engaging in the comments and stuff. Um, Facebook lives can be much easier. So that's why I maintain those two. It doesn't need its own website. It doesn't need like a TikTok because I don't like using TikTok. <laughs> it's just not going to be fun for me. So consider where is your um where's your platform going to be best placed? Like where's it going to make the most impact? Like what social medias? But also what social medias do you like doing? Because this is also still meant to be fun. You want to make an impact, but you want to be fun. If you hate creating TikToks, don't do a platform TikTok. Um, if you hate doing Instagram, don't do an Instagram TikTok, etc, etc. Like, just don't. Do the things that actually add value and that bring you joy. Um, also, it's quite worth having a look at your colours. So you make sure you've got clear, concise colours and visual branding. Um, visual branding actually goes super, super deep. If you want to learn more about visual branding, there is a book. Where has it gone? I'm going to name it wrong, but it's called something like how to style your brand. Oh, it's downstairs at the moment on my coffee table. Um, how to style your brand by Fiona Humberston. Um, you can go super, super deep into it, but at the very least understand that your colors, um, it's not just about the colors you like, it's what they say to your audience. Make sure they're clear and concise so that if you've got fonts in like wording in your colors that people can actually read what it is um, and have like a limited color palette. Those are like the absolute Bobby basics limited colour palette, what does it say to your audience, not you, um, and and is it clear that you can actually read things when you put in those colours, etc, etc, um, and have like that clear branding across all your things. One of the easiest ways to do that is to have um, a PNG, like little logo type thing, so PNG is when it's got um, the ability to have a transparent background, um, so I have like a little world logo um, for my cow what you consume um, and it's a PNG so it's got a clear background so I can overlay it onto anything and suddenly I've branded up anything that's the simplest way of doing it to make sure that everyone kind of knows that it connects back to your platform and um, right my last point because then I need to go and take my daughter to school <laughs> content for your platform what content are you actually going to produce to help promote and support your platform? First and foremost, be realistic with your time. Like I said earlier, I have my Instagram that I uh, like steadily feed throughout the year. And then my main thing is a one month solid of content. Like that's my big, my big month push because that's what fits with my time. And that's what's being realistic with my time is for me. For you, the idea of having a month solid might be too much, but actually doing once a week, doing a little live might work. Once a month, doing a, a little live or, or sharing an article once a month might work for you. Find what's going to be consistent for you. Um, and this isn't going to like completely stress you out. Like I said, this should be fun. You should be enjoying it. I enjoy running my platform. Um, yes, if I had more time, would I like to dedicate more time to it? Yeah, I probably would. But I have other priorities as well in my life. So this is this is what I can give without like stressing myself out too much. Because look, 
don't get me wrong, like running an awareness month is still stressful, but it just doesn't tip the balance of being horrid. It's still fun. It doesn't get to the horrid level of stress. So be realistic with your time and your skills as well. Um, so I have above average skills with PicMonkey for creating infographics and things like that. Um, I know how to use StreamYard and host things like that. But I know my limitations. Um, and if I haven't got the time to learn a new skill, I'm not going to overcommit myself by doing something with my platform that requires a new skill I haven't got time to learn. So pageantry is a great time to learn new skills. Um, but be, again, realistic with your time, realistic with your finances. Is it a skill that's going to require an investment of time or money? Have you got the ability to invest that time or money? Or should you just work within your current skill set? Um, and to be honest, when you work within your current skill set, it's so much more authentic to your platform. If you're trying to be someone else in how you push your platform forward, it will come across. Um, so don't be afraid to just work within uh, what works for you and making sure that you're presenting your platform in a way that is really true and authentic to you and your capabilities. Um, if you're a junior, don't necessarily look at like a missus who hosts her own radio station and has connections with MTV about how she's presenting her platform. She's at a different stage in her life with a different skill set and a different load of connections. Like don't don't get in the comparisonitis game, people. Be careful. Um, duh, 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 duh. Try and have some level of consistency with your platform. Like I said, I have a surge on that one month, but I'm very, very clear about that. And then I have that sort of gentle consistency with the other bits that I do. Um, doing it all like one month before your pageant doesn't necessarily look great because <laughs> it could look like you're just doing it for the competition. So try and be consistent with whatever you're going to do. And that links back to being realistic with your time so that you're making a plan at the beginning to say, this is what I can consistently do with my platform. Um, how will your content serve? Um, so mine's meant to inform and inspire. Those are my two things when I post content. I'm like, does this inform and does this inspire people to make little changes? Yes and yes, cool. That's that's it serving its purpose. So it's as simple as that. Um, but sticking something out, not knowing what your audience wants or needs or what you're even trying to get from your audience when you put the content out is going to get you nowhere and just waste your time. Um, and last but not least, plan ahead as much as possible. Um, spontaneous things can be great, but it doesn't give you a chance to promote it to anyone. If you are going to do like awareness videos and things like that, messaging pageant girls and saying I need it within two days is just not really fair and not very fair on your time or their time. Um, so really, really think about that. And I would, oh, I wasn't going to put this in this episode, but quickly before I go and drop my daughter off. Um, if... You, if a video comes up on Facebook and it's 25 minutes long and it's just clip after clip of pageant girls holding up a sign or saying another sentence, it's not going to be having that much of an impact. Um, people don't tend to sit there and watch those kind of videos, if I'm honest. They will scroll through, find the clip of them, take a screenshot or a little screen record for their appearance folder, and that is it. Um, so really, really think about, would I watch this? Would I sit there for 20 minutes watching? If I wasn't interested in this topic at all, because um, remember, you're trying to reach people that aren't interested in your topic yet. You want to convert them. Um, but if I was trying to reach new people, um, would I, as a new person to this topic, sit here and watch this for 20 minutes? 
Um, and they're very, very cute, those videos where it's lots of people speaking together, but you will notice I do not partake in many of them. Um, it needs to be a very good friendship, um, but I would probably also say to my friend if she hadn't actually started working on it yet that maybe she wants to consider a different angle. So you might find it's actually better, instead of having one 20-minute video, that you create 20, 30-second videos and and you and put them as reels out on Instagram. That was going to reach a much wider audience. So anyway, that was like a side comment. Um, but plan ahead so that you are using your time carefully, that you are being... Um, showing value for other people's time as well um because asking people things to do to do things last minute um is usually can can come across a little bit disrespectful of their time and people are busy um so just be careful with that so i hope this has all helped um if you're thinking that actually yeah platform is something i really want to dig deep into then do give me a shout um, and we can do a discovery call to maybe get you on the program uh, purpose from pageantry um it's a one-to-one program with myself and it is six hours in total we split it up um to be suitable for you so either two three hours or three two hours three two hours is my recommendation um but we do uh, like a 15 to 30 minute free discovery call to work out if it's actually going to be right for you and if I really feel like I can add value to what it is you're trying to do. Um, so if you're ready to invest um, the time and money into your platform, then do reach out to me about that. Um, that's on pageantlandcoaching.com. So it has its own separate website. It is linked through the main website, but pageantlandcoaching.com has that and um, the details about that one on there too. But if not, listen, re-listen to this podcast. Have an amazing platform give us a shout. We'd love to like promote your platform on our pageant data uh, platform database on the website. And um, let's get you in. Let's do some lives. Let's get people shouting from the rooftop about how amazing your platform is. Have a fantastic day and I will see you guys soon. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. It's wonderful you've given some of it to this episode please rock on over to our Facebook or Instagram and share your thoughts. And I would love you to give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, check the show notes or rock on over to our website, pageantlandpodcast.com for more information about the podcast or how you can be a guest on a future episode. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.